Welcome to the Haunting or Not podcast, a show that takes an interesting and some would say different approach to explaining hauntings, the paranormal, demonic forces. Are they real hauntings or not? Hi, my name's John J. Wally. In addition to being a radio host, I'm a retired police sergeant, and I take an evidence-based approach to these stories. And I'm Stephanie Wiley. Yes, we're married and have been for a long time. Some would say that I am more, oh, of the little touchy-feely type. Together, we present haunting or not stories that differ from the majority of other podcasts out there. We are proud to be a show on the Boss Pods Network, a division of Glades Media. Be sure to follow us on Facebook. Look for haunting or not. Today, we're talking about the Amityville Horror. I'm calling it Amityville the horror, even though it's been done by so many people, so many films, so many movies, so many books, so many news articles, because it's based on truth. The laws regarding copyright really don't apply. No, they don't. That's part of the reason why so many film crews have done movies and everyone's been different. There's no continuity with any movies. There really isn't. Of course, there was the book, then the movie came out after the book, and then there's been, I don't know, like you said, so many movies, I can't count them. The first one was a movie, I believe it came out in 1979, called The Amityville Horror, followed by a number of sequels and was adapted into other films, and, and, and I believe James Brolin was in that. Did I ever see that? I think so. I don't think, I, I can't remember. See, I have visions of little pops here and there of the movie, but I don't remember the whole entirety of it. And here's the one thing that's the truth. We did a little research because sure. we're into that, right? Of course. We're, we I researched the heck out of stuff. Uh, we tried to watch the Amityville Horror and, and it wasn't available on demand. I had to pay for it. I'm thinking, I'm not paying $3.99 for a movie that came out in 1979. No way. No which, way. By the way, from uh, what critics say, really wasn't that good of a film. Says that forever. And if we did watch it and can't remember, that kind of tells me something. We did watch a documentary called My Amityville Horror, which featured the youngest, or I should say the oldest Lutz son telling right. his story from his point of view. We did watch some shock documentaries from Chow Channel about uh, 112 Ocean Avenue in Amityville, which was about the whole story. And I'll be honest with you, I thought they were played up a little bit. I just know a you tad. did. I know you did. I want to set the scene for people who don't know Amityville. And I really don't know well. I don't either. Although my family, when they immigrated from Ireland, they settled in New York, New Jersey, North Jersey, Long Island, you name it. I know some of the areas. Amityville is on the south side of Long Island, Long Island, New York, and it it faces the water. And it's just the east of Massapequa. It's a beautiful area. I I have not been there myself either, but like you, I have my extended family all over Long Island. And as a child, went to Jones Beach, which is like a, as you would say, a stone's throw away. A stone's throw away. Amityville, by the way, is, uh, it's it's an affluent community. I was just going to use that word. It's ranked in the, the, Top 4% having the lowest amount of crime in the nation. That's wonderful. Now. The, the housing prices on average, and, I, and this is my highly scientific research. Uh-huh. I went to one of those real estate sites you love. I'm not going to name them. Okay. I took the five houses I f- found immediately for sale, and an average price of those, uh, the average price was $894,000. Oh, wow. For a house in Amityville. Well, then that's why we can't live there. And the house in uh, at the Amityville Horror, 
112 Ocean Avenue was built in 1924, and it's a Dutch colonial revival-style house. How do I know that? I looked it up. I looked it up. Uh, and it's beautiful. All I know is it's the ones that look like the Dutch barns. Exactly. That's what I always say. It does look like a giant barn. Yeah. Amityville, New York, is one of those peaceful, sleepy towns. It doesn't have a big population, about 9,000 people in 2010. Uh, I think 9,523 was the exact number in 2010 census. I love how you love those facts. I love facts. You do. It is just east of Massapequa. And why Massapequa sticks out in my mind, I'll tell you in a moment. Okay. Some of the celebrities that came from Massapequa. Are you ready? (laughs) Hit me. All the Baldwin brothers. Alec, William, Stephen, Daniel. Oh. Dee Snyder from Twisted Sister is a massive I love Dee Snyder. I knew you would. That's another story we should tell another day. <laughs> Helen Slater is from Massapequa. I'm not sure who she is. And also, John Melendez uh, from The Tonight Show, uh-huh. which I had to look him up, and he, he claims to be the original stuttering John from The Howard Stern Show. Hmm. And there's a little guy named Brian Kilmeade from Massapequa. No way. Yeah, from Fox and his radio show and podcast, so he, he's a, a pretty big hitter. Now, some of the celebrities that come from Amityville, on the other hand, we have celebrities like Christine Belford. Hmm. You know who she is? No. She played Regina Cunningham and Christine. Don't and know it. Doesn't it. ring a bell. Nope. She was in many other movies and films, a lot of made-for-TV movies. Chico Benimon, hmm. Donnie McClurkin. Gregory Lennington and other so-called air-quoting celebrities wow. that I don't know who I've they never are. heard of them, but you know what I came across today? Because I just wanted to just do one thing that you always do is research because I'm nosy. <laughs> nosy. Al Capone. What, what about Al Capone? At one time lived in Amityville, New York. Get out. You I, know, he had a house, a crash pad in Baltimore, Maryland, too. No. Yeah. I guess he had one everywhere. I, I'm telling you. Where's and the money? He had a place down down here in Florida, West Palm Beach somewhere. See, I didn't or know Or Miami. Didn't know that. I can't remember where it was, but Al Capone was one of those guys that it, in the movies, they, they, they either paint him as a really great guy, bigger than life figure, hero type, or an the absolute villain. villain. There's no in the middle. If I'm, if my memory's correct, he died uh, horribly of syphilis in prison. Oh, he basically rotted away. Wow. So, Ouch. Yeah, uh, you can take that. I'd rather be old and cranky. Thank you. Than famous and villainous and dying of some STD. I don't even want to go there. Let's talk a little bit more about Amityville because yes. I want people to understand this. Amityville, from what I understand is a really idyllic town. When yeah, you think of, and by the way, the house where this supposedly occurred is right in the water. It's stunning. The Lutzes, who bought it, I believe, in 1975 for $80,000. It sold in 2016 for $850,000. It added a zero. That is amazing. Yeah, and That's huge it's money. It's got a boathouse. It's on the water. This is not a shack. This is not... Some Texas Chainsaw Massacre farmhouse. No, it's like Dreamville, not Amityville. It's a 4,100 square foot house. Amityville is one of those towns that doesn't have a lot of crime. And I, I can't help but think of a memory. And me and my sisters used to do this. One of our sisters said on a road trip a long time ago. Well, we're oh, little. Oh, the road trips. All jammed in a station wagon. <laughs> we're chanting, hungry, stop, feed us. One of my sisters said, this looks like the kind of place where I'd like to take a bicycle ride and have a picnic. Oh, let me guess which one. Go ahead. Bridget. 
I think I think it was Maureen. Oh well, either one. Before she turned into the that's quite a, the possessed a child. So <laughs> ever since then, we would sit there and say, "Oh, this is a wonderful place." A kind of place to take the bicycle ride and have a picnic. Oh, that's too. That's funny. what I think of Amityville. I would like to take a day trip there with you. Oh, do some sightseeing, see the area, and have a picnic lunch. Except I don't do the outdoor picnics on the on the ground anymore because I can't get up. Oh, so I want one of those outdoor cafes. <laughs> well, I'm you glad know? you said you can't get up and not we can't get up. I want a cafe with a chair and all that stuff and someone to wait on me. We're talking about Amityville, the horror. And when we return, we're going to talk about the beginning of the house in Amityville, mm-hmm. the crime involving Ronald DeFeo Jr. Wow, crazy. And then eventually we'll get into the supposed horrors that occurred after the Lutzes bought the house. This is Haunting or Not. I'm John J. Wiley. And I'm Stephanie Wiley. And we'll be right back. Be sure to look for and like the Haunting or Not podcast page on Facebook. It's so easy. Just do a search on Facebook for Haunting or Not. You'll find it. We'll have information about past episodes. We'll have information about upcoming episodes. We'll have polls. We'll have contests. We'll have lots of fun things. Find it all for free online. Just be sure to like us on Facebook It's haunting or not. This is Haunting or Not. I'm John J. Wiley, joined by... Stephanie Wiley. And we're talking about Amityville. The horror. Doesn't it sound dramatic when you say the horror? When you say it, the horror. That reminds me of being a kid and watching Vincent Price. Before the Michael Jackson thing, the pit and the pendulum. (laughs) That voice. I get goosebumps still when I hear that voice. Now, we tried to do a lot of in-depth research about Amityville. And we covered the scene of what it's like. And I want to just recap that real quick. The house, 112 Ocean Avenue, is at the corner, or very near the corner, of Ocean Avenue and South Ireland. And it's a really nice house. It's 4,100 square foot. It's a Dutch revival house. And it was built in 1924. And here's an important part of the conversation. None of the prior owners to the DeFeo family had any incidents. Okay. The DeFeo family, which we'll talk about in a moment, had a big, traumatic, climatic, murderous incident. The true horror that was of the horror. Amityville. Then the Lutzes bought it and were there for a total of 28 days before they so-called abandoned the place. And then all the owners after, none reporting anything Nothing. happening. Not, not Nothing. one of them? Not, not one. one of them. Hmm. So when we give the facts, as we know it, you get to decide. Amityville horror. Was it two horrors? Was this real? Was this bogus? There's for sure one horror. That we that know. facts. Proven in court. Correct. Hard Conviction. Court. And we'll go over that very quickly. There was a family that, that owned it. And back then, I think they called it High Hopes. They had one of those you know signs on the front yard. Yes. The DeFeo family. Love they it. had it. And from what I understand, they were a very religious family. Mm-hmm. Mr. DeFeo, Mrs. DeFeo, and I think six kids. I believe it was six. It's a big family. Six or five, either one. No, five kids. The oldest was Ronald DeFeo Jr. And that's the name I think we all know. Now, this was 1974. Around 6.30 p.m., 
on November 13th, 1974, which, by the way, is right after my birthday. And right before mine. And 1974, I was in my sophomore year of high school. And I was... Don't, don't say it. I know. <laughs> it's legal now. He was... Ronald DeFeo Jr. was 23 at the time. He entered a bar called Henry's Bar in Amityville, Long Island, New York, and declared... And I'm air quoting, you got to help me. I think my mother and father are shot. I think. DeFeo and a small group of people went to 112 Ocean Avenue, which we've been talking about, the Amityville Horror House, which was located not far from the bar, and found that DeFeo's parents were dead inside the house. One of the group members called the police. His name was Joe Yeswit. He made the emergency call to the Suffolk County Police Department. He searched the house and found that six members of the family were dead in their beds. They'd all been shot to death. His siblings. The his parents siblings and, and his it, parents. Yep. The victims were Ronald Jr.'s parents, Ronald DeFeo Sr., he was 43. Lois DeFeo, uh, formerly Nee Briganti, was 43. His four siblings, Dawn was 18, Allison was 13, Mark was 12, and John was 9. All the victims had been shot with a 35 caliber lever action rifle. Around 3 o'clock in the morning. Shocking. Some reports state that there was a vicious thunderstorm going on there. Oh, so maybe people didn't hear? We'll get why that's important in a moment. The children had all been killed by single shots, while the DeFeo parents had each received two shots. Physical evidence suggests that Louise DeFeo and her daughter Allison were awake at the time of their deaths when they were killed. They were awake, and they saw it coming. According to Suffolk County Police, the victims were all found lying face down in bed, six of them. The DeFeo family had occupied 112 Ocean Avenue since purchasing it in 1965. So they had been there about nine years Yeah, that that's point. their family home. The six victims were later buried at uh, St. Charles Cemetery nearby in Farmingdale, New York. That's now, so De- sad. DeFeo's trial started October 14th, 1975. He and his defense lawyer named William Weber. Mm-hmm. See, are you impressed my research here? I know those facts. You love them. They mounted an affirmative and aggressive defense of insanity. Oh. This is important, insanity. Okay. With DeFeo claiming that he killed his family in self-defense. Uh, By the way, they're all in bed asleep. So Face down, I think you just said. Yeah, tell me the self-defense part. Hmm, I got to work on that one for a they're while. They're in bed asleep. How are you defending yourself if they're asleep? I don't know. Oh, so get back that to one's kind of easy to disprove. Because he heard their voices plotting against him while they're asleep. That's where his self-defense came from, because he heard their voices while mm. they're sleeping. I have sisters. I have four younger sisters. You yes. have how many siblings? I'm one of nine. And you're towards the end. I'm the oldest. I'm number eight. I have one of my sisters. She, she took Russian and I think French in, through high school and college. Mm-hmm. She would talk in her sleep in foreign languages. I know that's crazy when in I Russian. heard that. She sleeps and thinks and dreams in Russian. Now that's insane. But I never thought of picking up a, a, oh. a repeat rifle. I would and start certainly hope her. not. No, they're not doing that. So this was their defense. They heard voices. The insanity plea was supported by a psychiatrist for the defense. The psychiatrist for the pros- prosecution maintained that Oldefeo was a user of heroin and LSD. Oh, now there you go. He okay. had antisocial personality disorder. Uh-huh. I'm not sure I know what that one is. Antisocial personality disorder, which I've been accused of I would of say you might have that. <laughs> he was aware of his action at the time of the crime. 
which is the defense for insanity. As wow. long as you know right from wrong and you're aware and uh-huh. you can participate in your defense. Then you're done. It doesn't You can be crazy, mm-hmm. but you're not legally insane. So he was found guilty, to make a long story short, of the Thank most goodness. heinous murders committed in Suffolk County since its founding. Wow. In November 21st, 1975, he was found guilty on six counts of second-degree murder. On December 4th, Judge Stark sentenced DeFeo to six sentences of 25 years to life. He was held at the Sullivan Correctional Facility in the town of Fallsburg, New York, and until his death, or of all of his death of all of his appeals and requests, uh, they've all been denied, and he still maintains some innocence. And he says, and this is one of the things we got from the documentary. Okay. That a spirit gave him a rifle. A oh. demented spirit gave him a rifle. I forgot about that until you just said it. I don't know about How you. I've never spirit. had a spirit give me anything. No. Now, I, I believe that they can come visit us, but I've never been given anything. How do they carry it? That's the thing. How does a spirit carry a rifle? That's pretty heavy. One hand, two hands? I don't know. What about the ammunition? Did, did a spirit give Maybe me ammunition too? Maybe he loaded too? it. The spirit loaded it for him. Or were there purchases and receipts of him going to a, a gun store and buying the ammunition? Or did the spirit do that? Or the family had the rifle and, and they had all the ammunition for it. I don't believe spirit part one bit. I believe that a horror definitely happened in Amityville, New York. That horror was the murder. The murder the of family. six people by Ronald DeFeo Jr. And I'm saying that because he was convicted. Of course. And all of his appeals have been turned down. The fact checked. If they haven't been guilty, found guilty in a court of law, that's alleged. That's the reason we use that in the media. Alleged law. If they're convicted, he's a convicted murderer. Of course. So what happened? 1975, Ronald DeFeo Jr., antisocial personality disorder, a user of heroin and LSD, clearly out of his mind or... Says he was out of his mind, hearing his his family talking to him and their voices while they're sleeping. Murdered six family members with a rifle and shot them all in bed. Well, if I'm not mistaken, LSD is a hallucinogenic. So, yes, he probably did hear a lot of things. He, he probably saw a lot, a lot of things. things. When we return, we're going to talk about there's certain things about this case that leave a lot of questions. And we want you to hear those. And you... Be the judge. Was something amiss in the Ronald DeFeo murders? Hmm. Oh, and then we go further into the Lutz family and what they claim. Thank you for joining us on the Haunting or Not podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please do us a huge favor. Tell a friend or two or three. Remember to follow us on Facebook. Keep track of what's going on, upcoming episodes, past episodes, and more. On Facebook, look for Hunting or Not. We'll be back in just a few days with a new episode. Until then, see ya.